Oh, lovely, raw, red, wild autumn turning. It's time to think of the blood, the red searing. Who's there? What's that? Oh, to survive, what must we do to believe? In the trees, my grandson, in these roots, in these leaves. From Dorothy Livesey, 1909 to 1996. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This almanac is for October 4th to 11th, 2019, first quarter of the Hunter's Moon. And here are some natural events. Feeling at home in nature means knowing her with the heart. Because there are beautiful sights on earth that you and I will never see. There are enchanting and curious sounds that you and I will never hear. Smells and tastes abound that you and I can only imagine. Textures are everywhere that we will never feel. Being among the largest of animals, the average is closer to the size of a fly, our senses are too gross to notice most of the ordinary sensory events on earth. We depend more on manipulation and thinking for our survival than we do on our senses. A dog's sense of smell is much more acute than ours, and the sense of smell of an ant is several times that of a dog. The keen eyesight of the hawk, eagle, and other predators is legendary, as is the hearing of the rabbit, the bat, and others. In short, despite our vaunted intelligence and cleverness, we are unable to experience, and so are totally ignorant, of most of what's going on around us. Our cameras, our microphones, microscopes, and other instruments give us little clues and snatches, moments in time, stopped action, the two or three loudest notes in this continuous harmony, but hardly a hint of the whole symphony. After all, a snapshot of the Tower of London and a recording of the sound of Big Ben don't make one an expert on the affairs of state of Great Britain. All this going on that we can't hear, see, taste, or smell is little like hearing about a great party and not being invited. It's enough to make you feel left out. But never mind that. Here's a little wild speculation. Imagination comes before knowledge and fills the gaps. Leonardo da Vinci imagined the helicopter and the parachute hundreds of years before they were developed. Niels Bohr dreamed the structure of the animal of the atom before it was ever seen. If someone can imagine the secret sounds and smells, the unknowable sights, tastes, and touches, then knowing them intimately becomes possible. So, exercise your imagination. Imagine the tiny scraping sound of an ant 
pulling its antennae through the cleaning hooks on its front legs, and the sensation the ant feels while cleaning these highly sensitive appendages. Imagine the clicking of a cricket's feet on a stone wall and the rustle of its wings as it scrambles between two stones. The sound of a mole sneezing. The minute sliding and scraping of an earthworm working its way through the loam. Imagine the smell of a rabbit's breath or a hawk's or the odor of the queen's chamber of a large and busy anthill. Imagine the taste of buffalo or beaver milk, the sound of an aphid sucking a juicy leaf, the feel of a butterfly's wings unfolding as it emerges from the chrysalis, or the sound of sap flowing up and down the tree in tiny rivers. Now imagine something unlike anything you have experienced in memory, but have experienced many times in reality. Imagine the sight, the sound, the smell, the taste, the feeling of a cell wall stretching and the dividing of its chromosomes and protoplasm as a single cell splits into two new living, moving, shimmering cells. And now imagine, imagine the sound of someone saying that there is no mystery to life. And here's a rank opinion. It's often said that we live in troubled times, and, and that is true. But then when were times not troubled? Human greed and lust for power have long sought to exploit the weak and exalt the powerful. Human science and ingenuity have often discovered new wonders, which in turn created new problems. And human frailty and weakness and fear have often slowed our march toward equality and peace. But nature is the great healer and the great teacher, and we are still learning still growing. If we open our hearts fully to her in the fullness of time, these troubles too will be overcome. And finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. The first from the uh, German physicist Max Planck, 1858 to 1947. Science cannot solve the ultimate mystery of nature. And that is because, in the last analysis, we ourselves are a part of the mystery we're trying to solve. And from the prophet Isaiah, 6th century B.C., The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God stands forever. That's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>